0: For many teams across the civil service, the COVID pandemic meant rapid change to working practices and raised the importance and benefits of moving to smarter working. 75% of people survey respondents felt that smarter working was helping them to be more productive. However, as with many change, we need to ensure that we consider the impact of our well-being and take time to look after ourselves and live a healthy lifestyle. Many of us can relate to finding that we are eating more, drinking more during lockdown and exercising less, while for some people it provided the motivation they needed. Vanessa and Michelle have both written blogs to share their personal stories about exercise and nutrition and are here today to share their experience with some great tips and ideas in the hope to inspire you. Vanessa and Michelle, welcome to today's podcast. Lovely to see you both. How are you doing?
1: good thanks yeah
0: great thank you lovely to see you um i'm really looking forward to talking to you today about your your challenges with with, with weight loss fitness and, and general well-being uh you both have really really interested in stories um so let's get started by finding out a little bit more about you both um and your background and your journey um so michelle would you like to kick off and tell us a little bit about yourself and
2: Um, My name is Michelle Bainbridge and I work for the Insolvency Service. I've been a civil servant for 22 years. Um, I've enjoyed working in the civil service, it's very supportive. Um, My journey started in my teens when my parents broke up and I started to battle with weight problems. Um, my mum was always on a diet and I kind of followed her lead in a way, that sort of very much kind of piled the weight on, um, had a, an incident bullying on the bus one night with children calling me fat, which just made me depressed and made me get worse. Um, and later in my teens, I met somebody who was a personal trainer who completely inspired me and I went on a fitness journey after that um, and went to the, started going to the gym a lot, started looking after my nutrition and of, so I moved to London nine years ago and during this period, I did a personal training qualification, did it for personal development. And I found this really helped me manage my problems and actually manage when I'm kind of having struggles with weight and make, just making me more of a fitter person i think one of the the key things that was said to me is if you turned your body inside out w- would you be happy with what sort of your body looks like in terms of you need to be inside and out looking after your health just because you're slim on the outside doesn't mean you're healthy so that was a, a really key part for me and i'm just i'm the well-being lead at the insanity service and it's just re- i'm really passionate about the subject
0: that's great thanks michelle Vanessa.
1: Hi, yeah, my name is Vanessa Ball and I work for um, HM Land Registry, um, currently the Gloucester office, although I've had a very exciting opportunity through um, through lockdown, I guess, and our ways of working and I'm actually currently working virtually at the Files office, um, so that's fantastic. Um, I'm a mother of three um, and I have worked um, for the Land Registry for 33 years and I guess my, my weight is um, issues I guess started from a child as Michelle said really um, just really not very healthy I always used to think to be slim you had to not eat Um, so I guess from a very early age I would I got into very bad habits where I would go without meals and I thought that was a good way to keep slim so I've never really had a great metabolism and I think that started from from a young age so um throughout my life I guess it's something that's been on the radar I've put on a few pounds I've lost a few pounds um and I did a good few years ago lose quite a lot of weight um but I actually did that by using slimming shakes again that wasn't great for nutrition um and although it worked at the time um it really wasn't a a good thing for my long term I guess well-being to do with food um as well as my health so um that's when I decided, you know, to do something about it really. Um, And that's when I looked to seek some help to see if there was something else I could do. Um, I knew I couldn't quite do it on my own. I tried for years. I hadn't quite managed to do it um, to get that motivation, I guess, and, and just really to get that it it is in your mind you have to tap into something and it has to be from within you it doesn't matter how many people encourage you um, and what advice you really hear from others it really does have to tap into yourself Um, and that's what I was able to do when I when I did my visit to the doctor and so I wrote my blog because I really wanted to share to share my story to say that it doesn't matter how big your mountain might seem to climb um, because I managed to lose seven stone. You know, it is just taking those first steps, um, you know, and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And that is that is what will take you on that journey.
0: Thank you both. I suppose you both had um significant things happened in your lives that have led you to where you are now. Um and like you said, it's that inner inner strength that you have to find yourself, um, whether people sort of encourage you to do it or but ultimately it has to come from you, I guess. So that, that's really interesting. Um, Thank you both. Um, I've got a few questions which I'd like to ask you both. Um, The first one is, um, how much of a difference do you think it makes to have a supportive network around you?
2: I think that it's really important to have a supportive network around you. Um, As I mentioned earlier, my friend who was a personal trainer really got me into fitness and kind of really helped me. But I also think people around uh, sort of friends I had that I would go running with or go to the gym with. And, you know, kind of mixing it up a little bit, but also in terms of a supportive um, organisation to work for, because I think being able to flex, because we do flex working and I think being able to go out at lunchtime and go for a walk, especially during the pandemic has been, you know, the massive support and work. So sort of block out that time in your at lunchtime, whether you want to do yoga or you go for a walk, actually do something. So I think the support from all angles is really, really important, even if it's um, competition wise as well. And um, my parents are both on Fitbit with me. And we sort of taunt each other to do more steps each day. And if, if my steps get a, bit, a little bit low, if I'm kind of having a bit of a, a dip in terms of my mental health, my mum will sort of taunt me on to sort of, you know, get those steps in because I'm now overtaking you. And it it becomes quite a joke now when I'm doing 40,000 steps a day to them.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have a bit of challenge with your parents. That sounds really interesting, actually. <laughs> um, I, I suppose what you refer to there, Michelle, is two different things, isn't it? About um, people around you. So it be, could be friends, family, colleagues. But also a supportive network in terms of your uh, your employer, your your work environment as well.
2: Yeah. I think it's, the civil service is really good for that and they're really supportive in terms of being able to look after your well-being. Like say I, I tend to do a walk in the morning, maybe a run at lunchtime and then go out after work. And And I feel that the hours I do, I can, I can do that. And if I have meetings over lunchtime, I can just fiddle around my hours. And I just think that that is what is great. And I actually put in my diary that I'm out for a run or a walk or going to the gym. So I, I yeah. found that's really, really helpful.
0: Brilliant. Vanessa, how about you?
1: Uh, absolutely. i have to echo that, actually. You know, we're so lucky um, with the supportive network at work um, within the civil service. Well-being has been absolutely top on the radar, I think, for us all during this um, really difficult period of time. Um, you know, the flexibility, I guess, with working from home, you know, we are managing to get to find that time within your day. Um, and i find what's really good for my well-being i wish i was as good as um exercise and fitness as michelle which is an absolute inspiration to me so thank you for um inviting me on this podcast with michelle but to me at the end of my working day i absolutely love a quick walk around the block it really helps me to change that focus from work to home environment so um i absolutely recommend that it's it's good for the mind as well as the body um but yes uh, as well as I guess that work um, focusing on well-being that family support network Um, and I also find that support that comes from joining a slimming club I've also joined a lot of Facebook pages um, you know pinch of nom and all sorts of different things again so it's great to see feeds from people that you know are inspirational that that they've managed to lose the weight what they're doing to keep the weight off as well so for me I just think I get inspiration from everybody else um you know whatever stage they're at at their journey um you know it really does make a big big difference and i think just keep talking and keep sharing experiences
0: brilliant yeah thank you both um second question um was there a specific light bulb moment when you knew that you had to make a change
2: um i mean i've probably had various different light bulb moments over the years um Probably first was kind of in my teens, I was really overweight and just couldn't seem to do anything about it. Um, It was making me depressed and I was doing yo-yo dieting. Like say, you observe your parents and you kind of follow what they're doing. So I kind of thought that was, you know, the key to happiness was to be slim. And I kept trying it. But the main one was when I met my friend who was a personal trainer. Um, And he really, really kind of, he helped me kind of with my journey there, although I became a bit manic with things. He's now um, a psychotherapist, so actually he helps me in terms of my mental journey with my exercise because of getting a bit manic. But yeah, I've kind of had various ones and I've changed sort of various, I've gone from running and gym and things like that. And it's just about mixing it up. Um, but one thing I will say is, you know, one size doesn't fit all with everybody. You know, I'm not a massive cyclist. I'll go out now and again, you know, on a Boris bike around London. But, you know, I'm kind of not a cyclist. I'm a runner. But I'll say to anyone, kind of make sure you you, you find what's right for you, really, and try a few things.
0: That's great. That's interesting, actually. You, you've mentioned it a couple of times now about, um, obviously, the, the mental side of things as well. So as well as the physical well-being, there's also the mental side of things. That's, that's equally as important, isn't it?
2: certainly yeah. is in terms of kind of I, I do find going out for a walk or running a run lunch time I can actually plan the rest of my day so sometimes I feel like I'm I'm working a little bit but only because I want to but it kind of helps me that's my most creative time when I'm out running or walking out in the fresh air looking at the views of London
0: yeah Vanessa over to you
2: my light
1: bulb moment um it's probably been flickering on for a very very long time if I'm honest my light bulb you know there has been that awareness but um I guess it really was um I love looking at Pinterest for inspiration and I like looking at inspirational quotes on on lots of different things and I think it was Christmas um 2019 just before Christmas I started looking at, at different things flicking through my gallery um, I'd, I'd found a couple of quotes that I put that it was like next year is my year to be me, to be focusing on myself, you know, I'm going to be selfish and I thought, blimey, as a mum of three, I have spent years, um, my oldest daughter being 24, just really focusing on them, focusing on their health, any bit of money that they have wanted anything, it's been for them, if they'd wanted a gym membership, you know, my money would go to pay for them. It had never gone to me. So I i guess I'd spent years really, um, really looking after my family's health and well-being. And it suddenly struck me that what about me? You know, I'm not going to be here if I don't do something about this now. Um, and I guess I had got to the point where it was, I was noticing it in my breathing. You know, I was thinking about where I was going as well. And would it be a really long walk at the end of this journey? Was this something? And I thought, you know, I, I'm, I'm not 50 yet. I really do need to do something about this. So I think it was at that point that I really thought, you know, it is time that I've got to turn this around and start focusing on my health and well-being. Otherwise, um, you know, it it mightn't, you know, things will begin to get worse for me as I'm getting older. So I had to turn it around.
0: I'm sure there's lots of people out there listening to this today who who can resonate with that sort of, you know, from a family perspective, concentrating and focusing on your children because they are obviously very important. Um, but there comes a time when you have to focus on yourself, and uh, that's really interesting to hear, Vanessa. Thanks for that. Okay, moving on. Um, the next question. Are you able to recognize when you're struggling and uh, what sorts of things do you do to get back on track?
2: Um, I definitely, I, I kind of become a bit manic with exercise when things in my life are kind of a bit out of control. So if, if work's not going so well or anything, I kind of. Turn to exercise. I can get a bit manic, but I'm aware of it, and I just think there's probably worse things to get a bit manic about. Mm. But I do try and then rein it back in, and sort of maybe do a bit more walking, a bit more sort of you know mindfulness, just to actually bring me back down to earth. Um, because it is you get caught up in things, and it's really difficult. But you've just got to got to find what kind of helps you relax. And like I said being outside. I'm very much into photography when I'm out running, so kind of I find that brings me back down to earth. Kind of I'm doing a bit more slow paced rather than running. Um, but it, it's still good to run the energy off when I can.
0: You mentioned mindfulness there. What what sort of mindfulness uh, things are you are you able to do to help you?
2: Just more like say t- taking the pace down, walking, being out outside, looking at sort of gardens, and you know t- I like to take pictures of flowers, take pictures of buildings. Um, which okay. I obviously know some quieter areas in London that you can kind of go to and sort of be at peace. I'm I'm not one for my- mindfulness as such as meditation. Um, one okay. so thing I do want to start because I do think we, we've got a lot of it going in our in our organisation weekly, and I do want to get into it. But I tend to be more of a um, an energetic sort of doo bunny type person. <laughs>
0: Thanks Michelle. How how do you get back on track Vanessa?
1: Well um, I invested in a pair of scales at the beginning of lockdown. Um, That's something I'd never had in the house before so um, I definitely would recommend having scales in the house really Um, and I think it's just be kind to yourself you know we're all human we all have times where things get on top of us we're a little bit stressed because you know the work life balance sometimes you know goes the wrong way um you know family things sometimes crop up so um i think we're we're always having to keep on top of you know our check our feelings and everything but to me it's be kind to yourself it's it's natural to put on a few pounds um it's not the end of the world and you can lose them again so it is just Trying to be as consistent as you can, as often as you can. Um, because in the past, where I've lost weight and then I've put it back on, I, you know, I've not forgiven myself for putting on a few pounds. It's mm-hmm. been difficult. And I think it's then you get into that vicious circle. So actually, you know, we're all human. We do it. You know, reach out for that support network and think, I'm going to get back onto this because I can do it. So it is just really pulling back the mind, focusing it, and using the tools that you know that work.
0: Fantastic. Great, great tips there. Thanks very much. Michelle, coming back to you specifically, um, you talk about finding the things that help you cope. Uh, running and exercising is is for you, but how long did it take for you to find your thing? Um, and did you find that you had sort of different things along that journey as well?
2: Um, Yes, definitely. I only really got into long distance running when I moved to London nine years ago. Prior to that, I used to do a lot of the gym. Um, Swimming definitely isn't for me. Um, I found that I'm just not a very good swimmer, but I do enjoy running and I got my distances distances up to about 13 miles at one point. Now, my knees are getting a bit older now, but I kind of got up to that 13 miles, whereas when I lived up north, I tend to just do sort of 5Ks, but I would still do the gym. Um, I did go and do some trekking in Morocco a few years ago for charity and I actually did the Atlas Mountains and I think because I was a runner I thought "Oh, I'm quite fit to do walking. It's a lot harder climbing mountains I found. Okay. you know there's you know it's it, you, you, there's always start somewhere i'd say you know that's a bit of advice to give anyone you know it's never too late to start and actually you know you can do anything even if it's a power walk or if you can only walk at a certain pace you know just because i'm a runner doesn't mean everyone else has to love running it's not for everybody but just start somewhere and i just think get that heart going is actually the first main thing
0: brilliant and just going to stay with you michelle for a minute if you don't mind um that's really interesting But when your team members tell you that you've inspired them, you know, how does that make you feel?
2: It makes me feel brilliant. I think I kind of feel, you know, I give people bits of advice and you just think, oh, it's tiny. But I was talking to a colleague recently and she's lost a couple of stone over lockdown. She said, oh, I've charged my Fitbit up and, you know, I've kind of really got into the Fitbit. And I've certainly inspired my parents. My stepdad's a diabetic and I gave him some simple tips from my personal training course. And he went back to the doctor and the doctor couldn't believe what he'd been doing because it, just a few simple changes had turned his health around. So, I mean, that just makes me feel amazing that kind yeah. of just, you know, just inspiring people, I think, and, and making people healthier, which is what it's all about, really.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Must be a lovely feeling. Yeah. Great stuff. V- Vanessa, over we'll back to you. Um You say that you've spent years encouraging your children to reach and exceed their goals. Uh, Now that you've made positive changes to your own life, uh, do you think your children or maybe other family and friends will be inspired even more?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Um, There's nothing nicer, like Michelle said, than seeing that impact that you know you have on others because of the way you feel positive about it and because you want to just encourage others that it can be done. It's almost like once you've done it, you know that it that it is it is easier you know to kind of spread that um you know i I guess just spread that enthusiasm spread that positivity um my daughter she used to get me to drive her to work every single day um she now she walks we did lots of the fitness challenges together um we were very lucky throughout lockdown we had loads of great fitness challenges um set up by our well-being um workplace and so really you know we got involved with those we did lots of walking challenges um again it's really made a difference to my mum and dad's house my dad was really struggling with his weight and i think to see the impact that i've had on mine he's really now turned his around and he's managed to lose a stone and a half and it you know luckily from doing my blog which is just fantastic i'm quite shy if i'm honest i'm a real shy person but I, I absolutely had to get it out there. I wanted everybody that was probably sat at home, feeling a little bit bit down, worrying about those extra pounds, being a bit lethargic, not getting into that normal routine of the work, you know, going to work, just to realise that, that actually... Um, you know, I I can do it. So you can do it as well. And, and I've had so many brilliant positive messages saying that, saying, well, you've done it, I can do it. And I was about to give up and I read your blog. And now, you know, I, I'm really going for it again. And, and I've said to the people as well, you know, you encourage me when I'm thinking, oh, I've had enough today, you know, it's I, I could give up and you know it encourages me as well i think it's a constant battle that we have to just keep on top of our feelings and our emotions and keep that yeah. consistency going
0: brilliant uh, again it must be a lovely feeling to have to know that you've you've helped family and friends uh, as michelle has alluded to there so uh that, that's really great how long did it take you to make that initial appointment you know with the doctor and how honest were were you with the doctor at that time
1: i think it it probably took a while for me um, to raise that question with the doctor um, and I, I guess the the appointment I made was very specific to talk about it as well and I guess part of me it was trying to fact find was there something up with my thyroid you know was it this belt or the other in and, and to be honest my doctor was brilliant um, you know he sat and he listened to me saying that I wanted to lose the weight and I was struggling um, and I just Wondered what advice he could give me. So, you know, I said this and then I was very much on, you know, I work full time and I'm busy. I haven't got time to exercise and this, that and the other. And he really listened to me. Um, And he said to me that, you know, you always have an excuse. You've got to find a reason why. And um, it was brilliant because it wasn't judgmental. He didn't make me feel bad about where I was and what what I needed to do. He actually just made me realize that, yes, it really has to be me that makes that difference. You know, so um, although it did take me a while, um, that advice just was brilliant because I guess, especially with weight, it's quite a sensitive subject, you know, and it it could so easily have gone one way or the other. Um, But that absolutely resonated with me. And I thought, no, I've got to do this. I've got to. You know, take this opportunity. Um, I was luckily enough as well because he signed me up for a twelve-week course um, with Slimming World, and again, it it was just that it was almost like, oh wow, you know, I've got this opportunity now. It's twelve weeks. I'm going to really give it my all and see what I can do. So, so again, that made me, I guess, even more determined to give it my one hundred percent, and I kind of really wanted to show that I could do it as well so um yeah it was was a an absolute turning point for me and i would recommend you know recommend anybody asks for help or support if they feel they need it you know
0: thanks that's really good advice um we're coming towards the end um just before we do wrap up i think that you've both probably sort of mentioned something along these lines but we we wanted to just finish off with um one piece of simple advice that you would give to other people i think you've given lots of tips and advice along the way today in terms of the, the stuff that you've you've shared with us which has been brilliant but if there was one one piece of advice that you would share with other people uh, what would that be Michelle?
2: Um, I would say there's definitely something for everyone, and actually find out what what is your 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 exercise that you like. Try a few things and and find out what you like, um, and don't like. say be dictated by anybody else as to what they like, um, but also do it with a friend as well. I think it's probably a good one, and you kind of then you can kind of work together on things and having that supportive network with you.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle, Vanessa.
1: Um, I guess my my piece of advice would be is just you know go for it put yourself first you know take some time for you um yeah I I just think too often we don't make the time but try and fit that time into your day um and food as well I guess I was very focused on the fact that you know to lose weight and to be healthy, you know, you had to not eat much and you had to restrict yourself, but actually you don't. Um there's so many lovely healthy foods, vegetables that, that you can eat, loads of protein with fish and you know, so so get a real understanding of, of what you can eat. And eat, make sure you don't eat, don't deprive yourself of different foods. You know, there are plenty of lovely meals lots of fresh veg and cooking and it not only will it enhance your own health, your own well-being, um, it also in my case has made a massive difference to my family's health and well-being.
0: Thank you both for that. Um thank you both of you for joining us on today's podcast. Um I think everyone will agree that you're both inspirational characters in your in your own right for different reasons. Um it was really brave of you to share your stories with us today. Uh, and I hope that people listening within the civil service will we'll be able to resonate with what you've said and, and inspire and help them along their their journey. It's not easy, I know, uh, and I'm sure this it's an ongoing journey which uh, you both will be continuing to, to, to go along. So wish you well, and thank you very much for joining us today and sharing. Thanks,
1: thank you. John. It's been great. Thank you.